Welcome to episode 7 of Guns, Gear, and Random Bullshit. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the current firearms market, what's available out there and what's not available, and current sales figures. And then, last, a lot of people, specifically first-time buyers, have been going out in... uh, Picking up new guns for the first time. Mostly probably for home defense. But before we get into that, I want to just throw a plug out there for my buddy Casey over at Tacticalories Seasoning Company. They got a pretty sick Father's Day special going on right now. So go check them out at Tacticalories.com. Pick up some seasonings. And with every order get you a chance to win a sick-ass OtterBox cooler. So check them out, tacticalories.com. So getting back to today's podcast, um, Small Arms Analytics and Forecasting, which is a company that examines the data obtained from the FBI's National Instant Criminal Background Check, or NICS. They received the data from May... And approximately 1,726,053 guns were sold in May. That's 80.2% increase from last year at the same time. Of the firearms sold, over 1 million were handguns. And 535,000 were long guns. Now you're probably asking yourself, well, those two numbers don't have to add up to the seven or 1.7 million. It's because they're looking at handguns, long guns, and then anytime anybody purchases a lower receiver for like an AR or, you know, anything to that effect, that's a different category. So that's probably where the difference is there. I know from personal experience, a lot of people have been looking for lowers, ARs, rifles, you name it. Well, rifles would fall under the long gun category though, but But with that, my only comment that I would make is I'm interested to see exactly what formulas and how they come up with that number. Just because you can walk in, buy one, two, eight, ten firearms on one NICS check. So are they basing that on averages? I'm not sure. So that's the only thing that makes me wonder exactly how they get at that number now as far as the current market goes i can tell you locally it is dried up pretty well um inventory levels have tanked both at a local shop level um this is kind of what i'm getting from customers because they'll call me looking for something and i'll recommend another store or something if I don't have something and usually their answer lately has been no I've already tried there or I've already tried there and they're all out of this and they're all out of that which would kind of go along from the same thing that I'm hearing from my vendors now that they basically are out of inventory at this point and the other thing that's probably still affecting the situation is you know we're hopefully starting to wind down with the COVID thing and 
I know a lot of my vendors, because of the uptick in sales, have been concentrating on getting whatever inventory they have currently out. So with their limited manpower, they're focusing on getting orders out the door and they're not checking in the orders that are coming in the door. So, but I guess that's how things are going to go. So getting back to the the actual numbers. So out of the 1.7 million guns that were sold, 40% of the purchases were actually first-time buyers. Now, my recommendation to those first-time buyers is when you're purchasing a firearm, do the research, figure out what you want and what your intentions are for it. I've got a bunch of calls lately the past couple weeks and people are looking for you know, mostly are looking for home defense guns because of a lot of the, you know, the unrest right now out in society. Um, some of the guns that they're looking for, probably not the best choice. Something is obviously better than nothing. You know, a bolt action rifle or a single shot shotgun, it's probably not the best home defense gun. Most home invasions of late or robberies are actually being committed by more than one person or multiple people. So you're going to want to have something that, you know, has a has a good capacity. Now, I did a little research on some, you know, what what the industry is recommending for, you know, home defense and write out the first one. And actually, I just transferred one to a customer the other day is the Mossberg 590 20 gauge. Probably one of the best home defense guns. Um, short barrel, it's going to, you know, not kick you like a 12 gauge. You're going to be able to stay on target. You know, God forbid you ever had to use it. But great gun, great for home defense. Um, not a long stock on it. Actually, the one that I transferred didn't even have a stock. But, you know, just a simple pump action. That'll get the job done. Second on the list, they did list a specific manufacturer but i think it's a handgun um any handgun at this point you know obviously in new york you're not gonna you're limited to 10 rounds so any handgun you know nine millimeter and up 380 38 anything that's gonna be a good choice third which kind of surprised me a little bit but they recommended ars an AR-15 specifically. Me, it's really not, probably wouldn't be my third choice for a home defense gun. I mean, if you did have a situation where you do have multiple people, you know, like a, you know, home invasion or robbery, yeah, you're going to definitely, you know, um, that'll definitely do what you need to do. The only problem is, again, in the article, they state, you know, that you're assuming that you got a standard size you know, capacity magazine, either 15, 20, or 30. But again, being in New York, we're limited to 10. So probably not going to be able to, you're going to be able to do the same job as, you know, if you had like a, a handgun of some sort. Fourth on the list, you know, for a home defense was a revolver, same type situation. And then last but not least, they mentioned the, mentioned the Taurus Judge, um, you can get that in a 410 or a 45 long Colt model. I think that would be probably be my pick. 
of the bunch. You know, they've been around for a long time. It's, it's reliable, and I think that's probably the number one thing. Whatever you do choose, make sure it is reliable, and make sure, you know, if you do pick something, you know, whether it be a handgun, shotgun, even like an AR-style uh, rifle of that matter, you know, once you get it, don't just bring it home and put it in your safe. You know, take it to the range, get familiar with it, you know, try to take a class maybe. There's a bunch of them, off, or, you know, a bunch of classes offered. And again, this is, you know, more towards the first time home or the four. Yeah, first time home, first time gun owners. You know, again, get familiar with it. Um, take it to the range if there is. And, you know, the other thing, too, that I just want to throw out there, if there's ranges that will let you try out models before you buy them, give that a shot. I think that's a great, you know, we do have a couple around here locally that'll let you do that. I think that it's, that's an awesome um, benefit to be able to do that. So, but don't, you know, don't just bring your new gun home and, you know, let it collect dust and, you know, take it out, get familiar with it, clean it, you know, uh, like I said, take it to the range and get familiar with it. So, but anyways, um, that's all I got for you today. Everybody be safe. Have a great rest of the week and uh, enjoy the warm weather. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Episode 7 of Guns, Gear, and Random Bullshit. Have a great day.